Tuesday night, day after Christmas in the room podcast, a special Christmas, post-Christmas podcast tonight. We are staying in line with our comedy showcase of uh, local comedians in the room podcast, something new that we've uh, started this last month. And uh, to end the month of December and our our uh, year or our last month or our only month of doing this uh, comedy um kind of uh, support and getting to know some comedians in the area is no other than Dan Martin and B. Lee, comedian. What's up, guys, man? Thank Hi, you Steve. for coming on, man. How's the day going? after Christmas. Do you have families? Like, what's how the hell are you here the <laughs> we, day after Christmas? We do, but they only love us, you know, very, very monetarily. So <laughs> yeah. we uh, we get to do stuff like this, you know. That's why we're funny. You know? Sick of you yesterday. I, like, we had enough of the gentleman. Get him out of the house. Uh, let him go to the podcast. Well, I'm recently that. divorced, so my family comes in waves. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on the divorce. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I'm, Eight years in. Eight years. Eight years divorced. Wow. Um, it, it gets better. You know, yeah. so I don't know how you and uh, the ex get along or whatever, but uh, we didn't get along very well, and now we do. So uh, it yeah. all works out. So and we get along all right. I'm looking forward to when we don't. <laughs> <laughs> then the jokes will just be pouring out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all for the material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but right and... now I just have a cat. Yeah. Cats are good. Love this guy already. Dude, yeah. I'm a cat guy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had cats like all your life or is it just pretty much on yeah. off? Yeah. yeah. This one's uh name is Betty White. And uh the Golden Girl. I am a I'm a fellow pussy lover. Are uh, you? Yeah, but I like mine what, in pairs. Was uh, it inherited or was you know, you have a girlfriend that had a cat and no, it's just I, your I try not to inherit pussy from family. <laughs> You know, it's not normally the best. Uh, no, I... Uh, I'll take it where I can get it. I grew up with cats, if that's what you're asking. Uh, I, I lived in apartments most of my life, so yeah, I didn't have dogs until later in life. But uh, but yeah, I have Nightmare and uh, Pow Pow, uh, which is short for gunpowder. Uh, I couldn't get away with that in the day-to-day with the girlfriend, so Pow Pow cutened it up. But uh, That's pretty, uh, you know, that's... You know, you put some thought into the names of these kid and cats, you know. Am I yeah. just yeah. named Bill? Bill? <laughs> See, yeah. I don't I don't like to Why name. Why does it sound like you made that up? <laughs> just, just now. <laughs> I don't What's like to name cats. Name? Actually, it is um, Bandit. Okay. Yes. It's yeah, that's, black. That's a very, shelter yeah. name. That, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's an inherited name from the shelter. The cat's like four. It was four years old already. It already knew like its name, and it had its like. It's like an old you know, lady yeah. who's really into the best like, ones, though. You know what I mean? They're already like you know kind of acclimated. Hopefully, with yeah. somebody that wasn't like an asshole to the cat. You know what I mean? Usually, you get to like hang out with them a little while before mm. you get. Welcome them, to the podcast. Yes, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we're gonna talk. This is fucking cats. Hey, dude, three grown you know men I mean? talking yeah. about well, you know, domestic you, cats. Well, you know, Dan started with. He has a cat. It's the you in know, the it's, room it's podcast. Fucked, man. You know, you want you know. Now yeah. we'll get to some com- comedy. Yeah, well, guys, sure. um, 
first of all, Beely, I think it was you that uh, maybe um, you were tagged in the little post I put out there, or maybe you saw it that I threw out a post. I saw it. I uh, I follow the the rooms pretty close because I'm not as accomplished as Dan, so I have to. Um, so yeah, I saw your post, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I need more exposure. So uh, I hit you up and uh, found out that there was way more desperate people who don't have day jobs that got to you first. So yeah, we got a later booking. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Steve and I, Steve and I talked a while ago. Um, Privately, I was one of the people that messaged you a while back. This was when I first, I think, I came so. out with it. This, we're going months back. I and was then, like, uh, and I got like, I think I get a bite from you, but you did. we never, uh, nothing ever panned out from it. I ended and, up, I ended up uh, um, doing some plays and. I did a couple of important things. He yeah. fucking blows me off. He's an that actor shit. too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. All right, so go ahead. Now let, let, let's talk about it. Plays and like, well, like the, the, the uh, it wasn't. At the, yeah, I ended up doing some plays. Um, I think at the time we were just coming out of the pandemic, and um, I was in a play. Um, I was in the Amer. I can't remember the full title of the play. We called it American Gun, American Guns. Um, but it was a play about um, like gun violence in America, um, and I was in that show. And I was also doing the the special effects for the show. So like at the end of the show, there was a big shoot, big shootout, and I got my brains blown all over the wall. Oh no shit! Is that some, yeah. uh, like special effect? Is that something that you, uh, you something know, did I dabble, as a, like something I dabble with? Um, I've never done any people up into zombies and shit. Like, like that. just doing like little little like makeup and splatter effects for. Pl I've mostly done it for plays because uh, the theater that I work with, um, Daydream Theater, the director likes to do things in the play that you don't normally do in a play. You know what I mean? So. I've done some squibs for stabbings and other shows he's done, and um, we made some. Uh, I made some some hand um, operated uh, oatmeal blood bags for brains that would squirt on the wall. That looked real incredibly. That looked incredibly real, probably with the right camera angle, lighting, it, it looked, and everything well, it's else. Just right? It's I mean, just people in the. Um, well, oh, the yeah, theater. it's like in the yeah. theater. So I mean, it's so it was yeah. fun. Mine would always chunk the wall and roll down and. He went a little over with it, you know. He was That's kind of his theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we were doing that at the time, and then, uh, and then just going forward from there, I, I think I did a couple of guest spots in some local films, and then I ended up on a couple plays, and then I recorded a special while I was getting divorced. It was a whole fucking thing. So never could line it up. <laughs> Jesus, busy guy over here, man. Well, yeah. you know, I. Uh, when I mentioned, uh, you know, you were going to be on the show, or I think I threw it on Instagram, on the Instagram stories. Yeah, first, you did. first, yeah. And then uh, my boy, Andy Krinsikowski, who, uh, yeah. you know, I'm very familiar with working at Cage Titans, and I've yep. I've done tons of interviews. Uh, I've done that. We know him as Andy Kurz. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I probably say his name. I butcher it, and I probably should just stay with the Kurz well, for now on. we know him as that because that's what he goes yeah. by on stage. Well, that's even that's even better. It's yeah. a better, yeah. better name. Yeah, yeah the B Lees of the world understand that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. Like B, yeah. B Leagues and like, all right, you guys. Are, oh, all right. So to get back at, um, you know, when I put the post out there, mm -hmm. you know, you had, you know, you got pushed aside from the B Leagues <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, but I had so many people reaching out. I, I don't know. I think it's because I threw it on 
the group page, that open mic uh, mm-hmm. group page. Yeah. When I first put it out, I think it was just on my personal page. I, I maybe you know maybe I don't know how you got in touch. Maybe I did throw it on another comedy page or something. I think I just found John. I mean, B Lee likes to joke that I'm too famous, but I'm not. Um, I'm just locally dope. But I <laughs> I like to say I'm a medium deal. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> I look around for stuff, so I think I might have found you um, and saw that you were talking about it on, on one of the medias. But, I mean, I think I might have found you. Yeah, um, um, and, yeah, there was a couple of um, a couple of comedians that probably have been on the circuit with you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, they shared it or they were talking on there and maybe that's how you saw it or something like that. But, you know, like I said, no one bit or I just think things didn't line up this time around. I threw it out there, and yeah. I've been to open mics. You know, I uh, the Legion uh, Pub on the Park. I live right there. I grew up yeah. right there. I grew up right there. So I've been to the Monday night shows there. Cause I, you know, I have a couple of beers and then get something to eat, and my house is right down the street. Nice. Um, so, I, you know, I've seen what they've like, and, you know, I've seen established comedians there uh, just getting work, working out new jokes or, you know, feel of something. And then you have the people right off the street. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. You know, they're just bitter or they, you know, or, you know, there's, I've seen a couple of people in recovery there and they're just like <laughs> dishing out venting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's just like, holy shit. It's kind of the is mixed that, bag. Is, yeah. So is that where a comedian always gets their stop? Basically open mics. Is that where you I mean, get your chops from and, just you figure you out know. if you know this is for me or not. Yeah, I mean, you know MMA. Yeah. So it's just it's just like working out. With, you know, like that's our gym. Open mics. Then it, when you get lucky enough to get shows, then you get to try them out in front of real people that actually want to hear your jokes. That aren't the guy that just stumbled in off the street to have a couple beers. So then you get to try it out in front of a comedy crowd and see how it actually works, and you know, see how those jokes work. Then you work them from there, and then. To try to put together something big and special, like a you know one hour special, like this guy. Hint, hint. Um, but well, I mean, I've been doing comedy for fifteen years. I started. Um, I started by going to open mics, and then um, one of the cool things was at the time here in uh, East Providence, the Comedy Connection um, was uh, a. It was a cool place to hang out, and uh, eventually they would do, like, uh, these, like, bringer shows, so I started doing those, and then I started going up to Boston, um, and you could hang out at the Comedy Studio in Cambridge for a while, and they had, like, a process where you would hang out, and then you would, you know, ask for dates, and you would have to go to a certain amount of shows, and kind of see what you like, and it was kind of like, it was all right, and then, so I did that a lot, and I got, um, I think I have, like, 70 or 80 like demos from my time up there because they would give you a free five minute tape five to seven minute tape every time you did a show was free so i have like a whole like my whole comedy like start is documented so the good the bad is there stuff from the beginning there that you uh you have now you bring back every so often or is it just like no the the layers some of my (laughs) some of my like um one of the first jokes I ever I've ever written is in my comedy special today. Okay, um, but a lot of it's gone differently, you know. Um, but yeah, so I remember that's how I got my start, and then just 
just putting in the dues there and then going over to like just going to the clubs and hanging out because I mean it was it wasn't that long ago I mean, it was like 2009 but there was a sense of like you could you could basically put in your time and go to places and help out and hang around and and get work you know um, it's a little different now you can still do that but now it's a lot of open mics and networking and well it's, it was always like that but um there aren't that many clubs in Rhode Island. There's a couple more that are coming up, uh, a couple shows that are that are getting their feet. Um, we work with the Glue Factory. Um, I thank them in my special. They were really nice to me, um, you know. So, and there's a couple of breweries that have guys that are running good shows. And it's, I mean, the, you meet them at open mics. I yes, mean, exactly. I mean, I I I met the producers of my special at an open mic. Corey Mayo runs the the open mic at Rick's. Um, That's I, where we met. Yeah, actually met Corey at a place called uh, Scurvy Dog. If you know that place, they were doing a mic there for a while. Uh, Nicole Nicole Auclair used to run it, and uh, I guess I came in and bumped him. I'm not like <laughs> I, I'm not like that. So, dude, what I mean about him being famous. <laughs> so I don't even realize I bumped. <laughs> so I no, I came in and like. I didn't like. I wasn't like, "Hey, let me bump these fucking assholes." Hmm. I came in and the host was like, "I'm going to bump you because you're here," and I was like, "I don't." And I, I usually would be like, "You don't have to do that." Yeah. And they're like, "No, we're doing it." Yeah. So they did it. It wasn't me. I promise. <laughs> uh, but Corey, I hadn't met him yet, but he got like pissed, and I can't remember. It was uh, Stevie Collins, another great dude. Oh. Um, he goes, "Hey." Shut up and just watch him, right? He's like, "Don't say anything." You're like that, that's Dan Martin, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And then he watched me and he like loved me, and he was like, oh, "I run this mic over here. Come over here." And I went over there, and he would just give me all this time to work on my special. And then eventually, he was like, "The special fell apart uh, because of the pandemic." And okay. then I came back to Rick's, and he was like, "Hey, we have this room at Stadium. You want to record your special there?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So it was like. So yeah, I mean, I got long-winded, but that's no, no, that's all right, man. That's, that's good because I, I had segue from there. Yeah, so yeah. make sure you're in the mic, oh, like a, oh you yeah, know, like a professional. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm so bad at it. You know, I think I'd be really great at sucking dick. I don't have much of a gag reflex. You know, I just it's just you know don't find them that interesting. I just don't have They're like not a good looking. Real, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really, really like, like looking mine. at mine. You yeah, know? I, I, I grab it with two hands, years. so I don't see much of it. It's not that I don't want to suck dick. It's just that my work ethic isn't there. Yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I got neck long. problems. I think that's where I don't where know if I can turn myself on that way. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, Ricks, let's segue from dicks to Ricks. Riffing at Ricks, we're riffing on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, no, I um, I actually met Dan there my second day in comedy, and then uh, my second week in comedy. Uh, the very next week, he sat down with me, and we had dinner, and uh, my girlfriend started hitting us because we kept laughing at each other um, during other people's sets, and she uh, she said, "Stop laughing so loud." They're gonna think they're you're laughing at them, or with they're gonna think they're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She was, my girlfriend's a hell of a critic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she don't comic. Don't give them anything. Yeah, don't give them anything. She's like, stop laughing. You're giving them false hope. Yes. So uh, that was my second week uh, in comedy. And That's I what I try Dan. to do it at Mike's. Is you know, try to just network, make friends. Mm. Um, you know, because you never know. Like, 
who you're going to hang out with or yeah, get you another with. show or, you know, or just, yeah, go, or just hang out and get yeah. along with. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And then a lot of these people you get along with, like, you know, you met him at one of these, you guys end up like doing, you know, a bunch of shows together or, you know, as a kind of click there. Right. Or I no. think that does happen. I think with Dan and I personally, Dan and I became real friends in, in real life. Like yeah. we go out, we hang out. He knows what my house looks like. He can find the bathroom on his own, you know? So, like, we're actually friends, you know? Yeah. Um, there are people that are just, you know, comedy click friends, I think. Yeah, that does happen. Um, we actually, you know, are friends in real life. And then that does turn into, you know, hey, I, you know, I'm, I got booked on this. They were asking if you needed anybody else, you know, vice versa. We've both done it for each other. Um, of course, his vouch means a lot more, but uh, well, that's cool to be tagging along with him. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, a little bit, well, uh, or as vice versa. Now, I mean, no, I'm just playing with you. I mean, we've been at it for a while, yeah. Uh, we didn't get to your start. Yeah, you talked about, yeah. you know, your first time you met him, so, but you're fairly, I want to say, new at this. That's like, fair you to know, say, your yeah. cherry's been pop hasn't been popped too it, long ago, kind it of. It has, yeah. I, uh, I have calluses at this point. Um, <laughs> on his bike seat. Yeah. yeah so i uh i like to equate it in uh mike's done uh over like time because i have only been in it uh november was my year um celebrated that at rick's um but uh that was my year one full year of doing comedy i was writing before that i had 100 jokes written before i even started but um it was uh was a mic called copperfields i started at that uh, isn't even around anymore. Copperfield is, but they Warwick. don't. No, oh, there right. was one in Johnston. Yeah, there is still one in Johnston. I yeah, think. it was a Tuesday mic. They don't have um, a mic there anymore, but yeah. the place oh, is oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it you it meant the mic. The place is still yeah. there. But yeah. they, uh, that was the one I started at. Um, and then I, uh, I was doing it for a year. Um, I'm a little over a year now, but my first month, uh, I did over 20 mics, I think it was, or I did 20 mics. Um, and some people do like, a mic a month you know their first year and i kind of knocked that out my first month so he, he got out of the b league right right away yeah he's working his way on i put it. the b well, how b much league. time do they give you up there as far as you know when depends you're on what of... mic um sometimes it's i mean the mics around here are typically between five and seven minutes some can run longer it's if you don't have that many you people get a laugh right it, well <laughs> it's a long time if you don't have jokes yeah if just you make up stuff and start yelling at people like i've seen I we've seen we've all seen that. I've done it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm not proud. Yeah, no. And I mean there's also times where you end up going longer because, you know, you had to riff off some, you know, guy in the crowd whether they be a jerk or not, you know, some people are good intentioned and still screw up a joke, you know. So there's a lot of, you know, I don't do a lot of uh crowd stuff, so for me I have a lot of material, but then if a crowd uh is not giving me anything or is heckling or giving me something, then I insult them. <laughs> sort of a thing. I don't try to get there. Now I don't try attention. to engage one, any one person. Cause that usually goes crazy, but yeah, that's, that's normally only a tactic when that one person becomes the, the problem. Um, yeah. more, more so than, you know, some cute, uh, cute heckler in the crowd. I actually had a, a chick become a fan of mine, uh, because, I made very, very deprecating jokes about her, very, much about her vagina. Like, or yeah, she, there was a lot of talk about antibiotics. Um, a oh, lot, of, yeah, a lot of antibiotics. And uh, she oh, actually became a fan of mine, 
and uh, and, banged we sleep, another we, comic. and we slept together. No, no, no. she banged another comic and told him I was the funniest comic That's of the night. That's a weird flex. Yeah, like, yeah. I got another, another comic guy. laid. That's how funny I am. I don't, I don't just get so myself funnier, laid with comics. You're happy while you were growing up. Did your friends like you know your ex girlfriends or you might be funnier than friends and shit like that? Like happened to me. Every time I would break up with a girl. That, like one of my friends. Yeah, that only happened with fuck, me man? once I know. Get your own girl. Well, I already have a dialogue where they were, you know, we used to hang dialogue. Out. Get the fuck out of here. In your own work. OPP, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, I heard how good it was from you. you yeah, know? exactly. It's you like, know. holy shit. He's already once, on third base. You, he hasn't you, even like that. I would work yet. Yeah, you told me how good that Chick-fil-A sandwich was, and you were right. So I figured she was too. I once got in trouble because a woman in the audience... Um, I thought it was a comic before me that was talking about COVID or some shit, and there were people at the show that weren't vaccinated or some some bullshit. Oh, yeah. oh. Whatever. So what I got in trouble for, though, was I called it out. I was like, who wasn't vaccinated? Whatever I said. just did a callback. I don't remember the joke. That's how stupid it was. Like, it was an in-the-moment thing. And some woman reacted, but – and I couldn't – I mean – the lights are bright on any stage usually, right? So the light's right in my face. I can't see you. You see me. That's how the lights work, right? A lot of the times. Somebody, some lady fucking oohed or odd or booped and beeped, whatever they do. Like, <laughs> and I thought, okay, that's the woman who wasn't vaccinated. So I was like, I'll give you something worse than COVID. or some, I said something like that, yeah. right? And it wasn't the woman. And then that woman was like, he was threatening to rape me. Or whatever the hell she said. I felt sexually threatened, and she asked for her money back. You're at the f you're at a, yeah. a show. You got to like it's the risk. This is why I don't talk to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and is that all right? So, that is not yeah, my it, policy. No. So is that your thing? Are you a, a like? Is uh, it hat like? I host a lot, so I'm used to like having a riff off the crowd, and I sometimes bring it upon myself because you know I I get bored. Um, I, I like to write new jokes every week and I'll try out those jokes, but sometimes when I get, you know, a crowd in front of me and they're talking and they're yeah. not paying attention, I'm like, fuck the jokes. I'm going to get the crowd back. And so the next six guys after me don't have a shitty time. Yeah. I'm going to try to win these people back and make them remember they're watching comedy, you know, because they're See, talking about bullshit that doesn't matter. You know, I don't think that highly of myself. Like I'm not doing it in the moment to get them back or anything. I'm just doing it to have a good time. Yeah. While I'm up there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I don't think that, I mean, I love myself and everything, kind of. But I don't think, so. like, I'm going to make this yeah, show exactly. better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm going to make this show good for me, and then I'm going to get the fuck out of yeah. here. I'm going to fuck around um, with these people Am I above bit. sexually threatening a crowd? No. <laughs> but do I do it for you? Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's definitely more so for me. It's a hero mentality, for sure. It's like, oh, B. Lee, you saved the show. That's how I see it in my head. You know, guy jumping off bridge. Oh, I saved you from dying. He probably should have died. But <laughs> I'm going to say I saved him. Like, he still can't pay his mortgage. Like, yeah. you know. Like, I'm going to make him suffer His a wife while still won't blow him. You know, like, I can't fix that. But it's like, hey, you didn't die. I'm a hero. Like, that's how I look at it. So, so I'm still a piece of shit. <clears throat> fairly new in the game. Yep. Um, hot, all right. So it's been a while. Stop. Yep. Oh, sorry. It's been a while since you've been in there. So this question is for you. How'd you know you were funny? How'd you know 
you could do this. And, you know what I mean? Like, what, what makes – because I have balls of steel, but I can't get in front of people. I think I have a little humor, in, in, but I can't get in front of people and tell mm-hmm. a story without fucking, like, being scared out of my mind. It's a hell of an origin story. Uh, you ever seen The Matrix? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, when he realizes, like, he'd been seeing shit the whole time, you know, kind of thing. Kind of Sixth Sense did the yeah, same yeah. thing. That was kind of, like, when I, like, first did comedy. Like, when I, like, did my first mic and finished it, that happened. I was like, oh, shit, there was all these signs that I missed. But I didn't start it until, like I said, a year ago. I'm 38 now, so I was 37 when I started. Um, I, uh, I had so many jobs throughout life, but uh, I was in retail pharmaceuticals for uh, 11 or 12 years, something like that. Um, and a, uh, it, during the pandemic, you know, during the uh, the plague, as they say, a uh, homeless guy came into the store. I was acting, you know, all crazy, grabbed me a bear hug, and I just pushed him out the door. Nothing crazy. Didn't do any, you know, karate or anything, nothing nuts. And uh, they fired me. And uh, so it turns out it was contagious. Uh, homelessness it's the worst case i've had uh since i was a child but uh <laughs> but yeah so uh after my career was over um i was like oh i don't want to give 12 years to another corporation for something that i don't care about um let me uh try something that i'm actually interested in and at that time uh i attributed this to podcasts uh, my whole life, I always, I was always a fan of comedy. Like other people are sports, you know. My brother re- remembers every sports statistic he's ever seen, right? But you asked me about like any set I've actually sat through, and I can tell you most of the jokes. And Dan can attribute this. Like I will go back and be like, "Hey, uh, your joke that you have here, I like this part, but uh, you know, try this." You know, <laughs> yeah. I remember people's jokes really well. So I've always been a historian in comedy, but I never thought I could do it. I always thought the guys that were doing it started out at that funny. You know, like the like the Bill Burrs of that. I think yeah. a lot of people think that at first. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so that was my problem. Was like started out famous. Yeah, yeah. Like like oh yeah, he was just really funny, and some guy was at a deli choking on a sandwich listening to him. He was like, "Hey, I'm a producer. Let me give you a job." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I didn't realize how it, you know it progressed, and then I started listening to podcasts of comedians that I liked, and then I started hearing how they came up. You know, the actual stories, and I'm like, oh shit, that's a lot. Like. Like me, oh, oh, actually, I got a story worse than that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, all right, you know. And so there was a little bit of, oh, yeah, I could be funnier than that guy, you know? And then I, uh, I started writing because I knew I wanted to do it. I moved back home to Rhode Island from Vegas. I was living in Vegas at the time. I was uh, out there for nine years. So I moved back home because uh, there was a lot more couches uh, that I could sleep on <laughs> out here. Um, and uh, I started writing and studying uh, comedy shows. I watched a lot of Kill Tony um, because uh, they focus on, like, one minute, and, you know, uh, it's all open mic-style comedy. And I wanted to see what open mics were like but didn't really have any exposure. Um, and so that's how I kind of got, in, you know, ingratiated to it. And then my girlfriend said hey, quit your job. Um, you have a year to prove that you can do this before we move to Texas and you actually try to do this for a profession. So I quit my job. Uh, I did the mic on Tuesday. I uh, met Dan on a Wednesday. And it's all been pretty downhill from there. Nice. Um, I, uh, can only go up from here, right? Yeah. Or, you know, so here. I hit the ground running. Like I said, I hit as many mics as possible when I first started. Um, I tried to get on as many shows as I could. Um, I think my first year I did like over 20 hosting spots at mics. And then I think I did a dozen shows. 
Um, I don't know if that includes me on La uh, Last Comic Standing, which is not the famous one on TV. It's the one at Mohegan Sun locally. Last Comics. Yes, yeah, so there's an X. Oh, I can't so pronounce. It's that. not affiliate. It's not affiliated. It's, it's their own. Thing. It's their own thing. Oh, but it I was is thinking a yearly maybe if you win that, they give you a shot. They do. No. They give you a uh, headlining spot. I believe it is. If you win it, you get a cash prize. Um, there are, you know, major benefits and it's, it's locally renowned. Like people know about it around mm -hmm. here, but yeah, it is a local thing um, at, out of Mohegan sun, but I got on that my first year. So that was kind of, you know, a, nice. a little bit of a brag Came out of the gates. Yeah. Like yeah. Crazy. I lost in the first round of this guy. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah. That was a hell of a car ride up going. All right, so after you beat me, where are we going to get dinner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lost uh, that year, though. I scrubbed out. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, so you mentioned, uh, you know, you've done makeup and acting and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. I started, you... I started acting when I was uh, 14. I started doing improv. Um, Listen to me. That was going to be my... What it has improv ever been in? I am in your very thing? good at improv. That's fucking like all I can think is uh, uh, whose a, line is it anyway? That's a wicked and brag, I, you know, but, stuff like that. No, so I I came up doing improv, um, and then I started doing school plays and things like that. But what really interested me was improv. So I would go to like watch improv Jones in the nineties at um at AS two twenty, and then I would do their open sessions and. Um, I was doing improv at like fourteen, fifteen. I was going and hanging out with college kids and learning improv outside of school. Uh, you know, being in places where um, I wasn't quite supposed to be, uh, but I was just—they just would let me in and do it. You know, I wasn't drinking. They weren't doing it, corrupting me. They were just teaching me improv, which is probably worse. <laughs> uh, so what? All right. So explain what it is. I mean, it's. It's so like pot acting pot. So improvisation is just it's you know it's a yes and right. So it's taking a situation and running with it, and adding to it. Um, a lot of it's comedy. Um, it's considered a form of comedy. Uh, it doesn't have to be. Serious things can be improvised too. Um, but it's just the um, it's basically building a character, um, in the moment and building on a situation, right? So. Learned how to do that early on. Um, what you were talking about earlier, whose line is it anyway? Like party games, things like that. Those are acting exercises that were turned into party games, right? So that's short form impro improvisation. Um, I'm a fan of long form improvisation. And what that is, is like, have you ever watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. That show is fully improvised. So it's long form, meaning they build characters that tell a story and it keeps going. And when they build on it, they add it to the next episode and so forth and Which so on. Which is fucking wild. Uh, yeah. Reno 911 is another one that is um, completely uh, improvised in long form. Yeah, they storyboard um, it, right? But all the yeah. dialogue is all improvised, right? right? They have a general concept. Right, and if the, if something messes up or during the, you know, during the improv improvisation, another character does something like shoot someone or <laughs> they just gotta roll they, they gotta add it to the thing yeah it's funny they do that yeah. the same thing in Alec Baldwin movies <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh well at least the last um, one anyway so I so I I really enjoyed oh my god so I really enjoyed that as a kid um, I didn't start doing do you get thrown out of places a lot no, uh, just play. not as much as I should. <laughs> I've, been, I, I've been thrown out of places uh, I mean like Walmarts I, and shit just in line Walmart's. like fucking saying shit 
<laughs> said that like he's from Walmart. Yeah. Um, That's a Rhode Island. Anyway, accent. so I didn't do comedy until I was 29. So I, but I spent the whole time doing improv, doing uh, stage theater. Um, I got the lead in the Mikado in college. I did musicals. I got the lead in Pippin in high school. Um, I took voice acting lessons, um, singing lessons. Um, I do voices. I don't. I'm not like an impressionist in my comedy at all. I don't really, but I do voices too. So I do, like in theater. I, I'm a character actor, so okay. I, I do characters in theater. Um, like in, you have a picture of me in that play, Pussy Hanukkah. Um, Where was that? Pussy oh, Hanukkah God. comes to Harlem. It's the thing you have on the. Yeah, um, I, I was. I, yeah, the, I, I thought wearing, I might like have a, loaded it up here where I was going to. I'm wearing like a mullet and yeah, a, it's fucking fabulous. I'm wearing a mesh football <laughs> half jersey and a, and tights. Uh, I believe they were leopard print. They or, were or like striped. They were tiger. They stripe. were like stripey. Stripe. Yeah, they were like. Yeah, they were fucked up. Uh, they were tight as hell, dude. My balls were in my throat. I think anything uh, on you is pretty tight as hell. That's right? a fat joke, well, and I, it was it wasn't tight when he so showed the whole crowd his I ass. Would let, I would like to inform you that fat people can wear clothes that aren't tight, and I do that. It just costs ten more dollars an X. I'd like to inform Fuck. every yeah. fat person that they should wear clothes yeah, that yeah, aren't tight. Guys, if you're fat this. and you need some advice. I got you, boo. Hmm. My fattest times, my loosest clothes. When did clothes. the women actually start wearing the spandex, uh, the, 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 the larger size women, thinking it was okay to wear the tightest fucking I believe some call that ever. Armageddon. I think that was in like 1980. I'm fine with it. Their body, their choice, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I like... I yeah, like I like a eyes. woman that looks like a bag of laundry. You know <laughs> I, mean? it's, it's, I like confidence. I mean, no, you I know mean, what I mean? Yeah, but if it looks like a laundry bag full of wrenches, well, I mean, you know, some of them uh, laundry bag full of wrenches and make it. I mean, like, I don't. Who's really that wanna, big, uh, who's I don't that really big? want to body shame anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why well, I, I just started on you right? once I mean, again. I, I, mean, I have a completely different approach to comedy. <laughs> Dan and I are not the same comedian no, by any means. We're just friends. It's why people don't believe it. I mean, so here you are. Are you like? I mean, I've watched some of your stuff, and yeah. like, I mean, you can get, you know, a little, oh yeah, you know, but you guys are kind of in the same lane, or are you guys uh, like in totally different kind of lanes? I mean, as we do far as your comedy and your comedy and your subject matter and how you come across as far as, you know, I mean, I'd say we've the, done multiple shows as far as yeah. You know. Well, we've done multiple shows, and I don't think I think every time we've complimented each other, I don't think yeah, in any I think way we have different styles, but um. I tend to, and you've seen my stuff. I tend to, um, I have a structure. I I have joke premises, but uh, my jokes don't come out the same way twice mm. because of my improv background. Uh, I mean, on the special now, those jokes are done. Those, and now when I tell those jokes again here and there, I do them the same way ish because I think they were really good on the special, and I don't want to keep evolving them because I don't want to trick myself and start using them like all the time because they're not dead but they're on the special and, and you also want people to remember and i want to write new you know? jokes yeah. right so um my style is and uh, you know my long-winded way of saying this earlier how i was explained the two forms of improv i feel like my comedy is long-form improv i've been i've been curating the character of dan martin since i started doing stand-up and every time uh, I get a new story or I get a new a situation. 
I add on to it. Um, and that's that can be uh, illustrated in lots of ways. Like one time we were hanging out at Rick's and I was telling him uh, a story about uh, the stripper oh, on my 23rd birthday. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to butcher that one. That's a good story. Yeah. And he was like, uh, you need to go go right now. That happened. Needs to go. That happened again more recently with uh, your your brother in the uh, transportations. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I was like, yeah. Oh, so we're writing this down. Like <laughs> the hell? <laughs> he's over here telling me like life traumas in a booth, uh, and he's the only one not drinking. And he's like, he's <laughs> like, hey, guess what happened to me? And I'm over here going, why, why aren't you writing this down? This is the funniest shit you've ever said, not on a microphone. And that's the thing too. Like if you look at my notebook, it's probably not there, but I've probably told those jokes now about 20, 30 times already. Yeah, at this point, for sure. You know, and it's it's getting fleshed out, and then eventually it'll be done. But um, so I think we have different styles in that regard. Because um, uh, Beely is very funny; he's very methodical. I've seen him, uh, you know, with the cards and the and things that go in the in the Rolodex don't go in the folder, don't go in the thing, and then there's like paper in his pocket that doesn't go in the Rolodex, it doesn't go in the thing. You know, this punchlines. <laughs> he's fucking nuts. <laughs> Uh, he hasn't lied yet. <laughs> I uh, I have I have scraps of paper. Sometimes it might just say like "pussy hammer," and I'm like, I sure it wouldn't be a very affection. It wouldn't be a very uh, act a very um, good pussy or a hammer if it was a pussy <laughs> hammer. I don't know, which one would you use it as? Uh, and then I gotta be like, why did I write that down? And I just throw it away because mm -hmm. I, I'm never gonna write pussy hammer, you know. And I've got lots of stuff like that that just words on a page, and I'm like, oh fuck. But if it makes it in, then it gets added on. So I think we have different styles like that. Not to say that I, I don't premeditate, obviously, jokes. Um, but my style is a little bit different where I kind of write in the moment. Um, question. You've been at it sometime. 15 uh, years. Yeah. You see, um, I think you can sniff out talent or someone that, hey, this, you know, this person has it. Or if they keep, you know, keep with the chops and... You put the reps, yeah. they're going to have it. It seems like, you know, your friendship, just meeting him, this is one of the guys that you have high hopes for. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's fine. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to hang around with him if he, you know. I want. Like, this is a, this <laughs> no, is a shit. You know how B, no, 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 you, you know, have to have some kind you know of like connection. You know what I mean? You know how Beely said that we're different people when I was like, don't body shame the women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I want everyone to succeed. That's yeah. my pro. That's my that's my toxic trait. I was gonna say to, to I to Dan's credit, I wish that was the case. I wish that that meant that I was gonna succeed. Yes. No, he's he's friends with people he doesn't he felt think will ever have it. He's out a with really his kid nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's just really nice. Yeah. It just turns out he also just, thinks I'm kind just of funny. Shed him and like the other. No, so I I definitely uh, I'm such I'm I'm a really nice affable dude off stage, and that's why I said I've been building the character of Dan Martin. Because if you saw me on stage, you only saw me on stage. You wouldn't talk to me afterwards <laughs> unless you were a comedian and wanted something from me, <laughs> which I think happens. That's fair. I, you like you I would said, see me on lie. stage, you'd be like, this fucking guy, he fucking he hates himself. He hates women. He hates his kid. He, uh, he hates fat people, but he is fat. What the fuck's wrong with <laughs> you? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he didn't like punch down once, but, but he hates everything. I think he's an asshole. He's funny, but I'm not going to bother with this guy, right? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know it. I've been told by more famous comedians um, that I'm unassuming. 
Um, and I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, hanging out backstage, you know, I'm very polite, especially yeah. with senior comedians that I've opened for. I'm very, yes, sir, no, sir. They're like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? But I'm very, I get starstruck. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, and, uh, but then I go on stage and I rip it up and I come back and they're like, where the fuck's the fat yeah, nerd this? that was just in here? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, where's the fucking... I never thought you sniffed a pussy in your entire life <laughs> and you were just talking about a stripper <laughs> fucking you through your mom's jogging pants. Like, you've lived, bro. You know, and you wouldn't know it to look at me. That's fucking... Yeah. Man, man. people have layers, stories, and, uh, you know, there's a lot to them other than just what's on the outside. But man, so. to your point, I do think that Beely is one of the people that has the chops. Um, it's not why I hang out with them, because like yeah. I said, I could hang out with anybody if they're cool. Um, but it's definitely why I would vouch for them. Definitely why uh, we're comedy friends and not just friend friends. If you guys it. aren't yeah. working as far as, you know, have a gig or something like that, and you go out somewhere, do you go to other we... comedy acts? Like... Oh, no, like, not like you have, not that you're no. like, yeah, that's it. We don't go <laughs> no. see shit. No, typically we that is not where we're seeing together. Uh, we have places that I won't mention because there are places, and I want to keep them that way. Yeah, <laughs> oh, just your, yeah. your places that. But yeah, yeah no, you and spots. some other friends that you yeah, might like have. Like we, right? he yeah. smokes cigars. That's okay. Dan sober, but he he smokes cigars. That's something that we do together. Okay, that yeah. we can enjoy together. You know, and we do that. My regularly. main things are video games, cigars, and Legos. That's. Really? That's Video games, do. huh? That's what I do instead of drugs now. God. Oh, and I draw. Yeah. And make, uh, you know, brains explode and stuff. With yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't done that in a while, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, um, art. It, art and, like, video games and cigars is, like, what I have, though. Dan's a Excellent. savant in everything. Well, yeah, he seems it. I mean, very creative, very uh, artistic, and... Uh, God, a, a performer. Yeah. Anything I've ever got a compliment for, Dan has gotten many more compliments for <laughs> that were much more deserved. <laughs> Thank you. Well, let me uh, – I have the poster up here about your special happening in um, sure. January. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it let's and it. what this entails and um, you know how we get – see it and all this other stuff. So here it is right here. Beautiful poster, by the way. I love the Thank fucking you. colors and so the um the album art that you don't that's kind of blurred out because that's the that's going to be the cover that was done by um one of my best friends and local artists uh, Paul Therian, um and then the the lettering and the poster was done by one of my producers uh, uh, Nick Hallenbeck. Um so together they made that. Oop. Um, it's beautiful. Um, there's references to all my jokes in that poster underneath. Uh, when that's off, you'll see the album art. It's going to be released. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, so shout out to those guys for their contributions there. Um, and yeah, January 21st, uh, 2024. So, um, coming out strong in the new year. We, um, you're going to be able to see it on that YouTube there. Legit laughs comedy. Um, I've and, seen the uh, art and the special, and they are both fucking amazing. Now, yeah. as far as uh, this uh, leg uh, legit laugh comedy, yep, I would imagine that's just a, a um, like comedian's channel. Is that a local? So thing? that is a company like, that is a company that formed. Um, it's literally an LLC, <laughs> legit laughs comedy. Um, that's so funny. They formed Words. two. So they formed, and I'm the first. 
I'm the first special. Oh, great. Yeah. And great. I, I'm going to be consulting with them as well. Um, so the plan was, so you could see the show. You could see it. We did a screening of it, but we don't have any more live screenings because we just did one to kind of show it. Um, Billy was there. I was. So we know it works. Um, but we filmed it uh, uh, back in uh, June, on June 2nd, um, at the marquee, in the marquee room at the Stadium Theater. And uh, we did two shows, and we used mostly the second show for the audio. Um, so you can tune in. Uh, you, uh, people are commenting. You can tune in on uh, on that day. Uh, it'll be it'll be a Sunday, um, January twenty fourth and twenty uh, first. Sorry, two thousand twenty four. But yeah, we filmed it. Uh, we filmed it at the um, the marquee room. Um, Stadium at the Stadium Theater, and uh, the way we did it, um, one, and one of the things I'll be consulting with LLC on in the future, you know, um, I mean, the special is obviously done under my comedy, you know, name and creds, and then their producer credits on it and stuff like that. So we own it together. Um, and the thing I'll be consulting on the, the reason they asked me aboard, um, I've been asked if the special was crowdfunded or anything like that, and it it wasn't. And we didn't. Uh, I didn't. You know, ask anybody for money or anything like that. I sat down with the guys and we figured out a ticket structure and a show structure. That's why we did two shows. We figured out a ticket structure to where um, they would pay me my asking price for headlining, and that com- like those two totals combined would then pay for the filming. Okay. So all of the profits that I would make, like when I get paid for a show, mm-hmm. paid for the show. So the special was made because people wanted to see it. Excellent. That's the, that's the way it was made. You um, made me buy a ticket, so. <laughs> I made everyone buy tickets, yeah. You gave your girlfriend a free one. You, you, you had well, if you'd seen her, you would know why. Yeah, and I gave her a ticket, <laughs> too. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, and I gave her a ticket, too. Yeah. No, you always uh, look at me when you make that goddamn Netflix joke, you bastard. <laughs> no, so, um, so I thought that was cool, and we thanked everyone for sure. Um, you know, we didn't... Um, and we didn't even really advertise that. Like, I didn't want anyone to think like they had to. Yeah. Whatever. You know, it, it, well, we talked about it. Me, Nick and uh, the other producer, Corey and I, we, we joked about how like it could have just had been, ended up just being a fun night with the guys, but it, we made the nut. So we were yeah. able to get it off the ground. Excellent. Um, I, I yeah. will say, I saw a lot of local comedians come out and support Dan, which yeah. was really awesome because, uh, you know, you do see both sides. You know, it's like fucking Star Wars and comedy. There's the light side and the dark side. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I see. I was, that was going to be a question. See, I want to go to your Instagram first, Dan. Sure. But that was going to be my uh, another question yeah, about the dark side and the, because there's got to be a lot of. Uh, a little bit here and there. I think we can. Hate I mean, this you know, there's only a limited time uh, and spots that people can get out there. So yeah, yeah. there's got to be a lot of, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, what, what was the show, the reality show, when people used to kind of screw each other over to get a, a you know, a higher yeah. rank on Sur- the island, Survivor, or, or in the house? Yes, <laughs> that one of those and Big Brother, Big Brother and stuff, oh. whatever, like like. Uh, it you know it's not a reality show, yeah. but there is uh, people you. trying to you know jump on other people's backs to get a 
little head here. I'm sure these same people would sign up for the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. have some art, but I'm going to have to weed them out. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, let me get to your Instagram right now. Is there anything you want to check out as far as your Instagram? No, I think my like? Instagram is mostly um, like stuff I'm doing right now. I think if you scroll down, right, you might see the album art. Right, yes. Let me. Uh, oh, that uh, that ankle picture. That actually, I have a story about. That was when Dan and I did a show together. Oh yeah. Um, very good show. Uh, Pete. Uh, last Andrews. Andrews. Thank you. Uh, up in New Hampshire, had yeah, us up me, for the weekend. Right, right here, you just the foot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had a great weekend. Out of all weekend. the pictures, I yep. got the fucking foot. So Dan and I got booked for the weekend. Uh, we went up to New Hampshire. That's Betty White. Yeah. Oh, that's there's, like, there's oh Betty God, White. The cat. cat made a cameo. It's called, I fucking love it. That's called a cameo. Uh, cameo. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, Corey would love that one. Uh, so anyways, so we did a show for a weekend. This was after that's the second leg. night. Uh, Dan had a great set. Uh, it was a gr- legs, good time. Way, just, I don't. I'm just, just like a fucking nerd. Just your yeah, no, he's yeah. just naturally sexy. Yeah, okay, that's hot. Man. Uh, just your kneecaps got hair on. Thanks, well, brother. not so yeah. hot because he doesn't have that much all right, hair. Do we got to keep looking uh, at this here? We don't. No. Right. See the story all right, there. Is, all right, you can keep telling the story. I'm gonna go through. Dan is getting an applause. He's coming right, down stage, and you know, I think somebody may have thrown flowers at him because he he ended up dodging and falling down the stairs and injured himself. So come. Comedy is a full contact uh, sport, yeah. people. You didn't know. Is this, uh, uh, what is all this, this is stuff just... we're looking at? Is this all stuff you're into? Yeah. I was watching movies with my kid. There's Coops. Yeah. yeah. Coops. But yeah, that Andy was uh, Andy Kurtz. Yeah. Uh, he uh, is, is he have uh, any more of those shows? I know that they have a card uh, fights coming up in the 27th. Yeah. Um, but I know he was doing. Uh, so you were you just know, scrolling through like my. Like, your life, month. I'm sorry. I can't yeah, no, you were just scrolling through like those movies I watched with my kid for Halloween and. It's just pretty interesting. Like I know you're into gore and shit like that. Looking yep. at yeah, uh, you you a heavy metal guy? Like, what's your thing? What's your background with the? Uh, so I'm like... into like uh, I'm into like uh, thrash and punk and and uh, and hip hop, pretty much. That's anal Trump. That's a, that's a super group. <laughs> Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I'm finding out something. It's like a, it's like a Narragans and bottle cap. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> I like the Ninja Turtles. There's anal cunt. Yeah. yeah. Seems that's, to be a theme here, Dan. That's a band. Mm. Who's that? That's Gigi Allen. I was watching one of the VHS. We're getting like to layers here. That's you, that's my godson, Quentin. There you go. Yeah. I'm gonna get sued for putting a toddler on here. Oh, that's my god, baby. Nice tattoos. Are you not too, supposed right? to be within so many Thanks, feet man. of them, or? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just, so I'm pretty sure digital like to, doesn't. I don't, I don't like to throw kid that's a, babies on. The, that's on green there. jello. When we're swearing and drinking beers. That's it's, fair. It's green that's jello. Fair. What is that? That's a VHS of uh, the serial killer soundtrack by uh, of the serial killer by uh, Green Jello. Remember that band? Uh, no, no. It's also the same face any but uh, Joe Biden makes anytime somebody asks him a question. Anyway, just all, right, just all the shit I like. Here. Yeah, get out of my. Uh, no, that's pretty cool, dude. I I mean, I was going through. I'm yeah. like, is this uh? So if you go, if there you is scroll, that. If you scroll I, down, way like, down. Yeah, like keep looking. Uh, go a little bit further. That's a special. That's a special. Where, 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 where? All right, wait. That's a picture from it. All right, well, let's picture. Oh, there was Portland Maine Comedy Fest. Oh, yeah, with mm-hmm. the Adidas. Is that? Oh, wait, he's all Adidas. Now. Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. That's a great look. I'm a fucking. Yeah. I love this shit. Thanks, man. I don't have Adidas on. Yeah, now I was going for the the. I like the corn. Run DMC. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corn. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait,
Yeah. This is another funny guy. It's another great guy. He's got that specials already out. It's on YouTube, straight for pay. Great name. Nice. Dan was on that. Uh, in that. But anyway, get out of here. All right. We're uh, getting the, I, I see. Track. Way, way tuned. Uh, hey, that's tuned. my face. <laughs> All right, we can go to your Instagram in a minute also, but let's oh. get to the dock side and, uh, oh. yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't think I'm going to forget that shit. I'm on, listen, we're trying. You, you don't know much about me, but in the MMA world, I'm the con- controversial guy that'll, yeah. like, you know, stick the, the stick in the spoke to You're get the things heel. going. I'm the guy that gets yeah. the fire under people's ass, to, and a lot of people don't like me because I uh, get it out there at some Because your description but, sounds like chlamydia. I need to take what uh, so. is known in my life as a diabetes break because I have to pee all the time. So if you turn so my camera ahead. off, yeah, yeah, I ain't turning off. Yeah, I'll just pee right here. Oh, yeah, there's a bottle somewhere. Uh, it's gonna be, uh, you know, it's just me and him. You can go pee, do whatever you gotta do. Um, <clears throat> so as far as you, mm-hmm. uh, let's get to your Instagram now. All right, um, yeah. I, I know yours Deep is dive. not as uh as in depth as his. Mine's a you lot of a, shows and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you have a lot of your content as far as live stuff and. Uh, um yeah, there. I uh I posted some of my some of my material early on uh just so that I had some kind of presence. Um I have some newer stuff coming. I have a guy um that works out of state uh, on the back end that wants to start editing my stuff. So hopefully uh, we'll have some clips coming out soon. I'll start posting that on the YouTube uh, at Bealy Be Funny on every platform because I'm a whore. Uh, so I want to make sure you can find me and pay me. Uh, but yeah, most of my stuff up there is uh, stuff from shows or me posting for shows. Uh, that's uh, Alex from Alex House of Social. Uh, she's out of Dubai. Uh, she's somebody. Really? Yeah, she uh, she does a lot of uh, coaching about like. Um, online presence and stuff like that okay um but that's actually not how i met her there was an app called hi-ho for a while uh it's no longer around um but you would uh talk uh via video message it would just be video messages back and forth okay but it would be like threads and so you would follow different people and i still have a ton of uh friends you know online friends uh from that that we all still follow together actually the guy that uh, wants to do my editing is one of those people that i met on there so Met a lot of great people on there, and then the thing fizzled away and died. Uh, but uh, it was like a Gary V. Uh, I was attached to it. I think he might have been an investor or something, but he was on it for a while. This is cool. You have all these shows up here, like you said. That's and, uh, that's a oh, show. That was back. when I made it into Last Comic Standing. Oh, nice. Um, that... Now, Steve Danucci, I, I know from uh, doing the open mics at, at Pub on Park. Yep, Steve. That's for that. probably where I first saw him. Yep. You know, do he, he hosts a lot of shows there. Hub correct? is actually Steve's mic, uh, but Steve works very closely with John Parada, who's also very well known on the, the local yes. scene. Uh Steve and John work hand in hand. Uh John has uh oh, oh he we, sounds hot. <laughs> I don't think sexy. so. I, I've heard that, but then people see my face and it just you know voice for Well, you know, it's voice for radio only. Spotify <laughs> for B Lee only. Yeah. Uh unfortunately people want to see YouTube. All right, so here we go, John Parada. I love because he attack. He he, you know, he's relentless on the crowd. It's awesome. Yeah, he's been. Uh, uh, he's ripped me apart a couple of times. I'm a postal worker, he? so he was all over me about postal workers. He's got a lot in the in the canon. You know, he's like Santa. There's always a present in the bag with John. He's been doing it a while, so he's ready for every event. Uh, Miss Laddie. 
Uh, I think Ms. I follow her Ms. on uh, actually, Facebook. Miss Lottie. Lottie. Uh, Miss Lottie's from out Boston? of Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yes. is. Yep. Uh, I actually did a yeah, guest pay spot. Attention. Yeah, I did a guest spot on one of her shows on uh, Federal Hill at uh, VL Lounge. She uh, normally does a monthly show out of there. Miss Lottie, uh, very funny. I didn't know if you had people like live commenting. So oh, they did. They, they do, but I I don't see them because I'm not. They probably do, but what do they comment on? Because I can't uh, find them. I, <laughs> I was going to start talking to people. Yeah. You guys were talking. Oh, yeah, I can't. Cute. I, yeah. I usually have my laptop on with all mm. of them on, but uh, for some reason... What they, is it, on Facebook or on... Uh, there's Facebook people, but I don't know if they're commenting, are they? People, where are you? Are you commenting? There, is, there are comment people on about YouTube, YouTube and there are people uh, on okay. um, Facebook. Right. I'll look around. Um, actually... While you guys uh, talk about how sexy he is. I mean, yeah. if they're sending any hate messages, we can segue into his next segment. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, Miss Lottie's great, John's great, Steve's great. Um, they all, you know, have a hand in, you know, local comedy for sure. Um, Miss Lottie's pretty new on the scene. Um, like I said, I opened up her show uh, not that long ago. That was her. Now, you said she's new on the scene and you opened up for her show. How does she get a show being so. So she's two years in the game. Okay. Um, and she's been running shows for a year. Um, and so a little longer now, um, but that was a couple of months ago. And when that you was run a show, are you in the show also? Are you just some people are some people are food? some people just just host it some people will do like a guest spot some people headline their own shows it really depends on who puts it together um i put together a show with uh dan myself uh lee syatt and uh patrick mckinstry uh out in connecticut a local brewery out there had mm -hmm. contacted me and asked me to put together a show and so i got together the best guys i knew and you know i just did an opening spot. You know, I had Patrick host it. You know, I didn't, you know, take a big spot on it yeah. at all. Other people will always headline their shows. Lottie uh, normally hosts her shows, um, you know, so she she keeps the show going. Uh, she's a real good enter entertainer in that way. She's got a local, uh, you know, following. You know, she, Kome uh, Platinos uh, is, uh, is her tag. <laughs> Very pretty lady too, so that you know, she doesn't that, hurt on the eyes. You know yeah, I, mean? you know, they, I don't think anybody pretty, would say uh, that. Pretty ladies coming up in uh, comedy that are like they're, it's, they're, it's, they're nice on the eyes and they're dirty as fuck, which makes it like so much. Oh, you're nicer. one of those perverts. I'm a fucking massive pervert. <laughs> well, I kidding me. See, I look fucking, at comedy. You know, either you're funny or you're not. You know, either way. But I will say it's a lot funnier when a woman talks about pussy than it is when yeah, I do. Yeah, it's funny when they can yeah. just like not have any fear it's, and just and it's it's a know. social thing. It, but I think it helps when it. I think it helps when you're an attractive woman talking about pussy. You guys are too, polite so. to say women are funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is where Dan well, we plays gotta, the part of the heel. <laughs> my uh, actually one of my biggest inspirations growing up for comedy was uh, Maria Bamford. Oh, okay. The absurdism and everything, like mm -hmm. switching voices and just her writing, just one of my. I look up to her still. She's still one of the best. So, as far as uh, other than that, uh, how old are you? I am 43. All right, so you're still a decade. Hey, more. Are you doing math? I was not very good. I was, I was, I grew up with like this uh, is not Carol fair. Burnett, you know, my watching, cereal. watching Carol Burnett and stuff like that. Um, you know, yeah. in my, in my, you know, in my parents, I'm a big like, fan of, uh, like that. so like, I'm a big fan of, so, you know, yeah, I mentioned earlier, I made a joke about, it was really a joke. I don't really like, I, 
I've always admired um like when I said earlier about I don't like to body shame people or whatever, but like I I've always admired women uh in comedy. I mean, I do have favorite male comedians, like Rodney Dangerfield was the man for yes. me. Um but I just even as a child, like around like ten or eleven, I started I started being able to suss out who was writing, who was creating things. And I was almost I was so into the Golden Girls. I mean, not just to name my cat Betty White. It wasn't just a cultural joke. I've been watching them since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Susan Harris, who created the Golden Girls world, the Golden Girls, you know, the spinoff Empty Nest. Uh, she had a show before that called Soap that they used to show. Fucking fabulous. One of the best shows in the world, right? Show. Yeah. All right. All right. That's why Billy, Billy Crystal was in that show, right? Yeah, yeah he played, wasn't he gay? Uh, played in that an openly, show? one of the first openly gay characters on television. Fucking great um, now show. He's back in the closet, but <laughs> no, but uh, but seriously, like, I think Susan Harris, like, knowing that she existed, that she was a writer um, at ten years old, was a big inspiration to me. Um, even seeing like, and I, and not because of the gay thing, but because I'm not gay, but. Uh, seeing seeing Ellen DeGeneres, you know, when she was starting out on yeah. HBO, I was like, wow, that's brave. You know what I mean? Because um, seeing any kind of representation, like a woman doing something or a gay person or a black person, um, obviously I'm I'm white. And so I wasn't worried. So I'm represented, but wait, but but yeah, I was going I, you through, know, every time you say something, I'm waiting for a remark out of this guy. But I was but... going through so much as a kid, like child abuse. You know, I was raped, I was beaten, all that shit. So like, it took me a long time to realize I had agency, right? So seeing any kind of representation just felt nice. Yeah, like this is a person who's been through a lot, and they did something with it. You know, so even though I'm white, and we'll probably get a lot of offers in the future uh you know and i have to worry about the systemic problems i'm still feeling like you know inside i'm feeling like a minority like a majority like i'm feeling like someone that's not gonna make it so for me it was very inspirational and that's why i gear toward that now and i love filthy comedy but i love like underground rap i love the underdog you know what i mean i love that stuff um, stuff that I love stuff that shouldn't like you almost feel like it shouldn't be famous because it's so fucked up or the person that made it is so fucked up. That's my jam. So you get mad when things are, uh, that are so fucked up, uh, get mainstream. Not only I get happy, I yeah. get happy with the best thing in the world is it, it's like 35, 40 years later. Right. I wear guar shirts to work with my sleeves up and my tattoos out and people are like people are like oh guar you know my uh, my nephew's brother you know like guar you know and <laughs> like they're talking about wine <laughs> you know like <laughs> oh my brother's sister's cousin everybody went to a knows concert. somebody yeah, yeah, knows guar and, and you know like back in the day like when I was like 14 or 15 I'd be like fuck you guar's mine yeah you know what i mean yeah but now I'm like, <laughs> share means, it. You know, like, what that I mean? means you had to look at, you had to look at four peepees. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the lead singer's got this udder with four dicks on it. Oh, that's... it's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> that's what he said. You know what I mean? But it's like, but if you know Guarin, that it. means that you've been exposed to it, and that's funny. You yes, know what I mean? Exactly. And that's good because that that's good for them. 
and, and it keeps it in the world for me. So I don't get mad. I don't feel like things like sell out. Um, you know, I just feel like, uh, I mean, if it changes and it gets stupid, then obviously I don't like that. But if they're still doing what they do. Because he never gets mad. You ever see him mad on stage? You ever oh, see absolutely. him get like yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> I meant uh, motherfucker. The worst night I'm I going. ever bombed was because he, I like to, you know, sign myself up right before or after Dan because I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, so I was up after Dan this night where he threatened to rape every hack comedian uh, anally to <sighs> make. You had to tell that story? Yeah, to make their uh, Catholic school jokes. Uh, at least passable. So I got tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta call me out. Oh, I'm gonna make you talk. We're on a UFC podcast. You're taking me to the fucking mat. Yeah, yes. Come on, yeah. let's go. All right. I, well, I got you in the guillotine. Fucking, that's where we are. I'm that's what this show's out. all about. I'm not gonna tap out. I'm gonna fucking go for it. So uh, I'm gonna put you in traction. Ooh. So we, so, okay. I got tired <laughs> one night at an open mic and. Let's just preface this by saying your boy's been going through a lot lately. It was, you know, during mid-divorce. Yeah, uh, divorce again. There was a lot yeah. going on. So I'm That's sitting there at an open mic, and I do— Do you mind if I grab one for Dan? Uh, fucking go ahead, man. <laughs> grab yeah. two. I got still got and one I, in my in my. Uh, we're not trying too. to start him back that strong. <laughs> and, and I do—like, Beely will tell you, like, I watch the comedians, and I will give— I will give advice if they want it, or I'll we I'll take advice too, like from anyone from one day in the game to to a million days in the game. Like if you have an idea, you heard one of my jokes and it made you think of something, and you want to tell it to me, I'm open. I'm not an asshole like that. Do do people really come up to you, mm-hmm. give you some advice that are really not mm-hmm. really? Yeah, it's I'm very comedy. open. I'm very open. <laughs> Unlike Dan, I will give you advice <laughs> even if you don't want it. Yeah, no, no, but I'm very open to the. I have gotten some. One time, this crazy dude. One time at band camp. No, one time. Yeah, I stuck a flu up my pussy. No, um, I have a pussy, but guys, he stuck it up mine. Uh, that's why representation is important. No, so uh, one time, this crazy guy. Uh, he, I don't remember his name, but he was a comedian. But he was out of his. I say comedian, but he was a he was an insane person that came to mics and did comedy. What, what I saw, what I've seen on open mics a lot. Yeah. One Go time, um, I used to have this joke about oh, what the fuck was my joke about? I don't remember what it was. I think it was a joke about I was like uh, I was very new, but it was about religion and it was like uh, you know modes of transportation to the afterlife like hell's better you get the highway to hell you go you can go to hell in a handbasket you get delivered you know but heaven it's like stairs <laughs> fucking tired yeah, yeah, yeah. there's it's no like elevator yeah it's like stairs and stuff yeah all this other shit right it's a good premise. it was okay but you know it ended up not being not staying a lot of work with me. to get to fucking heaven. Yeah, it was a, it's a lot of work. It is fucking hell, right? Like you said it's fucking it's fast. It's so much quick. easier. If there was an escalator to heaven, <laughs> this, I'd be okay. This crazy guy, and I don't remember, I wish I saved it. I don't have it anymore. He went home. He must have taken some notes. I don't know what he did. He went home and he got out a typewriter. Not like a computer, not like a pad and pen. Motherfucker had a typewriter. I don't know if I'm saying it weird. Typewriter. Yeah, typewriter. I was, I was gonna typewriter. Y- you're saying it like it. you're saying it like it's two things. Yeah, typewriter. <laughs> he had a type of typewriter. Writer. Typewriter. He had a type of writer. Typewriter. I thought I was the one that couldn't speak it. He he went in and he rewrote 
retyped my entire bit pages because this was a long this was a long bit it, it ended with like something like Jesus kicking down a coming out of a limo with strippers and red bulls and it was crazy it was weird uh, I don't remember the I don't remember the joke right but I'm he rewrote it could be a new joke right? he rewrote it and it was not anything that I had written. It was like it was like a psychotic person's ramblings <laughs> of what he interpreted, of what he interpreted yes. my joke to be. <laughs> and he came up to me after a show, a, a show where I was getting paid to headline, and I I did a good job and I did my joke the way it was. And he came this up, joke that he wanted the revamp for you. I didn't do the revamp version. Right, right. I did the joke the way it was. Oh yeah, that's you know, what I, mean. I yep. got paid for the show. Everybody liked me. It was a good time to be a new comedian for me then. Yeah. He came up to me after the show and immediately burst my fucking balloon because he was like, hey, man, because he was considered like he was he was he used to have brains, I guess. And then he, he was considered like doing well in comedy and then something happened. So I, I don't remember his name. It's not something I'm not being. No, no that's fine. I'm not I'm keeping it from anyone. He's if, like, give me the name. If I remembered it, I we would. We got a long yeah. car ride home. <laughs> if I remembered it, if I remembered it, I would. He came up to me after the show and he goes, "Hey, you know, I, I thought about your bit, and I think like, you know, I have an idea for you." And I was like, "Oh, absolutely!" He goes, "Here," and he hands me a fucking like, like a homework packet, like it's stapled together like a homework packet. You know what I mean? He's like, "Here you go," like a college thesis. I'm like, "What?" A... And he goes, "I just a couple of ideas." <laughs> Now, why is so, why is he helping you? Like, well, so he thought I needed it. Here's the thing, because like I know. Are we gonna get to the dark side? In the, the Wait, I forgot what we were talking about before. <laughs> we're talking about giving advice, and he gave you advice that oh, yeah. you didn't want. Yeah, because yeah. I asked you, does any? Because you said I'll take advice from anyone, and I went. You really oh, take yeah. advice. Well, from we gotta that. get into the. Rape. Evidently, you do. You take oh fucking. We gotta get back. We gotta. So I never did. That. Oh, that's right. We right, gotta yeah, get to the, the rape. Joke, the so joke, I yeah. unfortunately I did not take that advice, but I will entertain you. I did at the time I was smoking pot, so I did have a fucking blast reading it to my cat. Um, so it was great. But anyway, back to the rape. I was. <laughs> I was sitting at the mic and, you know, like I'm an open dude. I'll talk to people. Um, and I don't know if I was, I wasn't hosting that night. I was just there. Yeah. You were just doing but, a spot. Yeah. So there's, there obviously with comedy, there's tropes too, right? So there's like a lot of joke premises that comedians do are not original premises. They're like, I'm going to have the better joke about this premise. <laughs> And then they go up and they try to be the funnier one with the shitty premise. But it's the same premise over and over again, right? One of those premises that I can't stand is, I was Catholic. Nobody ever raped me. Right? Next and up, Dan Martin. So I was sitting. So I You're was, a liar! <laughs> no, so I was sitting there that night. And, and one guy does it fine, right? I'm going to open mic. One guy does it. Not gonna hit my radar. Yeah, that's all right. You don't know the guy. Two guys do it. Okay, three guys, four guys, five guys. I mean, he might be exaggerating by one, but like, I don't know that lot. I am. It was a lot that night because I watched him like building up the anger. Like he kept looking over at me, like, what the fuck? 
did, did he not hear that guy do it? Like, yeah. And it was like, and and it's one of those jokes that it's like they're not stealing from each other. They're just dumb. Yeah. Like they just think like, no, I'm the funny one who wasn't raped. Yeah. They all planned I'm, on doing that. that yeah. Night. I'm the Catholic. It's my. I'm the Catholic with a clean butthole. <laughs> I'm making it funnier. But <laughs> but yeah, a lot of them are like, oh, I wish you know they had because then I'd have a story. And so like yeah. Dan. I mean, I just watched it in his eye, like the one that wasn't twitching. Uh, he was like, I, I just I can't. Smoke coming out there. And he just toasted them. He's like, I'll make you all funnier. <laughs> well, I was like, so. Is this, is this recorded somewhere? No. Uh, it's a, he probably got it's the probably out of my phone. Yeah, we yeah. like, yeah. tried to record most of our stuff. So what I did was when I went up there, I was like, guys, you know, like this has got to stop. You know what I mean? Like, if, you know, I was like, I was I was actually raped. I was actually raped. Not by a priest. It was my step cousin, but it happened. And I was like, and I'm hilarious. I was like, so the missing piece here is that you weren't actually raped. So if you guys want to be funnier, I'll help you. Yeah, get raped. <laughs> and it's I'm saying the R word a lot, and I'm sorry, listeners, but... I was like, who wants my unfunny, who wants my hilarious balls slapping up against their unfunny asses? And I had different <laughs> examples of like, yeah, it was my... many different examples of how he would perform and why it would make them better. <laughs> and I would like to to and... have the opposite take. Um, also, <laughs> could be that because your cousin wasn't ordained. That's true. That's true. That we didn't have the internet. We don't back know then. the science. Imagine, of this. Yes. imagine if we had the internet and he just did a quick. Yeah, just got a, yeah. got a quick ordain. You'd never be a, you wouldn't be a comic. He could right marry now. you in Ohio, but he could rape you in any state. Thank, thank God for him. <laughs> we wouldn't have damn on right now. Uh, um, it is special coming up. And I and I, I just want to say that like I know we're joking about it, but I, I do have to be serious for a moment. It's not funny. But rape, you know, if you were raped or if you, you know, know anybody that, you know, get help and things like that, because I did. I'm in trauma therapy. Uh, we joke about it, but I'm not on stage right now, so I'm just you know I want to be responsible. But but yeah, so I was, but it was just a room full of comics, and I was just busting their balls, and I was I was just like, you gotta stop. One guy left. Yeah, <laughs> I think he, he took Dan serious. That's it. And he He's started not doing comedy the evaluation. He was like, Dan can take me. I'm pretty sure Dan's been stabbed before. <laughs> yes, I'm not gonna let him stab me in the ass where um, he's also been stabbed before. So yeah, so we end up. I mean, we're big. We're big children sometimes. Uh, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, well, some of us take it really serious. But... You know, Dan and I. I mean, we we say we joke a lot, and you know, we're children, but we take it serious. And then there's other guys that I say, you know, this is their golf. You know, this is what they do on the weekends to get out away from Look, the kids and yep. the wife. And both are okay. You know, but at an open mic, I would do that. If we were at a show, no, yeah. and the comics before me were having had jokes that sucked or. That's jokes I didn't like. I'm not gonna get on stage and trash yeah, oh, I my fellow yeah, comics. Yeah. I'm and not having a show like that. They wouldn't be doing that to you, either, right? We're not right? gonna well, tear yeah, each other yeah, down. Open, yeah, an open mic is a completely different yeah. premise, especially yeah. when he like he said, you know, most of the other people in the room. Like, so if it's all comics, you're like, hey, whatever. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Yeah. it's a whole different concept. Dan's a, a, a 
definite professional through and through when it comes to his show. And like he said, you wouldn't do that. Even if the guy bombed, you would go up there and try to give it your best because you're trying to put it on for a show. And like I was saying earlier, that's what I try to do with open mics. You know, I look at everyone like a show because I don't get as many shows. Um, so that's how I try to, you know, use it as much as I can because that's what open mics are for. They're supposed to make you better. So I try to exactly. utilize it to the best of my ability, you know? Yeah. And give you give you that reps. I mean, you're not going to get better unless yeah. you, like, get that reps. I mean, um, had a comedy, comedy comedian. Comedian. Jesus Words Christ. are fun. Jesus, especially when you can't speak like me. You stutter <laughs> and everything. But, um, you know, he was speaking about you can't just, you know, go out there maybe twice a month. you got to go out there as much as possible to get the reps in and to just to get comfortable out there and mm -hmm. get that, uh, you know, that fast uh, memory kind of, uh, yeah, you know, flashback, you know, what, what do you call it when you can, uh, you know, slap back at a, you know, someone oh, in the audience. Memory. Like it's muscle memory. Yeah. Muscle is memory. that what you, yeah. do you call it muscle memory? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's exactly what it is. It's just yeah. our brain muscles are a lot bigger than other people's. And you, <laughs> and you got to be out there to, to have that. And, you gotta know, have experience yeah. with yeah. anything, really. And you're um, gonna be funny. And I yeah. think it's gotta be in you to be able to think that quick. I think you can, you write know, jokes. in a humor, you know, humorous way. If you can write jokes, you could be a comedian. You don't have to naturally be funny. If you're a great writer, you can figure it out. But yeah, there's a lot of people that that don't write enough, and that's where the problem is. It's like it, there's a balance there too, because like I'm someone who I don't get out as much as I used to. Now, when I get out a few times a month, it's booked stuff and things like that. And I go, I do go to the open mic. I can only make one because of my schedule, so I I go to Rick's three four times a month. Um, that's my main open mic. Sometimes I'll go to different ones and go to shows. Um, but that's after fifteen years of like I used to go out every night. I used to not work. I used to have no money, shit like that. Comedy was my only thing. You know, hanging out with friends is the only way I would eat. You know, <laughs> we've gone yeah. through it. You know, um. I I spent a long time just living off of like I would I worked retail at Men's Warehouse and I would um get a free rental to wear to work you know because we had to wear like yeah you gotta have shit. to look the pot so I would get the free rental to wear to work and I'd show up for retail have to be there like eight nine in the morning um and then I would like work late and then I'd cross the street over to the Wendy's and change in the bathroom and then take the bus or the train to New York uh and then I would do mics till three four in the morning or do shows that I was booked on and then I would take the train or bus back to the Wendy's and wipe up with like lemon wipes and like clean myself yeah. with hand wipes back to get, and then go to work life, yeah like cross it's the street. It's a glamorous life, people out yeah, there. You yeah. know, get into it. You, you know, know what Lee I mean? is fucking right there. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, so I, I mean, it's a balance because, like, you know, and yeah, and I'll go out to, I'll go out. Billy, I'll tell you, like, I might not go to an open mic on a Tuesday, but I'll be at the cigar bar writing. Mm -hmm. yeah dan yeah. and that's and that's kind of my point is like you can you can be a great writer and not have to go up as much you know and there's other people that you know just do crowd work and some people think they're really funny and you know if that works it works like i said there's a place for everything i'm not necessarily a clean comic there used to be a clean open mic that i never went to once because i i said it's just i'm not going to do kid shows it's not my thing 
now I have a gig coming up, you know, where I'm going to be. It gets featured on TV. So I can't. I got to shout out my friend Tanya, who te- who's watching and texted me, type a writer? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, it's two words, right, Tanya? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. And he said it like three times in a row. A lot of I, people I, don't believe we have mental disabilities, <laughs> but uh, we have I, paperwork. We, I'm and, right there with oof. you. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, know I why I was pronouncing it like that. I don't yeah. know, man. Probably because I fucked up the word before that. I don't think yet. you did. Don't blame me. <laughs> no, it was That's, not. You're a nice host, yeah. but it's not your it's fault. Very polite. Of you. I have holes in my. <laughs> you mentioned that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. From, uh, you know everything you've been through. Oh, so, and I did. Uh, it's like I Swiss did, cheese. I did acid for like. Years. I never got into acid. I was up to seven hits a day. You really no, should. Mushrooms, yeah. I was acid, up to seven hits a day. I could. Here's the thing. You shouldn't do that. That's a no. ride you're on for six hours. You can't get off. Maybe six I mean, hours. I mean, well, weeks. Yes, yeah. because you're taking <laughs> seven like fucking be a kilos of it. Yeah. But I remember as a kid taking it with my buddies, and I'd be like, for like I, the first hour, I'd be like, I got five more hours of this. I'd be like, we did acid. It just I, didn't sit I, right with me for some reason. I did acid my entire for like I would say from I did it more than this, but consistently at one point I did it from like 1995 to 1997, almost every day. Yeah, you got some holes in that. Yeah, yeah, and I was doing cocaine the whole time too. I don't, well, you know, you. Very intelligent, man. They're, maybe they're on that left side. Or the, what side is that you don't really use much? Uh, Both sides. <laughs> Dan's just using what he's got. Aren't like, like, there four yeah. sides? It's like driving on a road in Rhode Island. You just Look, use what's there. I can there, see in you know? nine dimensions, okay? <laughs> uh, in six dimensions, Something he's good hilarious. Came out of abuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something good. Every time I stretch my back, I get a free hit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, think if you've never done acid, you don't understand this. Like, you could be taking a really, you know, those really deep shits. The, yeah, I got to take one right now. Like, really, yeah. really thick, loggy shits. Nice. Those will fuck you up. Like, I'll be taking a really hard shit. I'll look at the shower curtain and I'll be like, oh, yeah, it does. It's fucking stress, man. You Some lucky shit. bastard. I had a friend that, uh, <laughs> you know what I pa- used that? To, he passed out during shit sometimes. Yeah. Like, he had a problem. I think that's with, a like, different blood issue. Pressure that's a different issue. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about acid flashing. Yeah. Is hard. that what's going on? I think on? your buddy yeah. goat sees Well, he did. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, think, I think he might have. Hopefully, it wasn't a corner. He used to have to take his <laughs> shit and they fucking pass out on the shit. Yeah, that's yeah. not normal. A lot of pressure going on. Guys, talk to your proctologist. Yeah. If you're passing out on the toilet. I got shit in there from 1968. I used to get boners when I shit, but I think that's a Freudian stage mm-hmm. of life yeah you don't have like a sponsor that you know <laughs> you know brand or, get one now. or something fucking, yeah, yeah. Shit, i might try guys talk to your local proctologist <laughs> guys you like if you don't have a room talk to doctor. yeah if you want to <laughs> shit listen to the room use code the bathroom <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, well, I, I got like a couple more questions yeah yeah, sure. we're, yeah we're gonna, i mean we, we could be here for three hours yeah, yeah we could we could joe um, rogan this shit. yeah exactly forget it um but Couple more questions. As far as you know, getting a spot on an open mic or a show, the show is much harder. But open mic, open mic is not. Really, how, you just kind of show up. Is it just yeah. anyone walks in most and puts of them, their name just, down? It doesn't them, matter. 
Yeah, some of them fill up really quick, so they have a different setup. Yeah, some of them you can pre-sign up, but yeah, it's it's literally open first to come anybody. first serve kind of thing. Yeah, some some open mics you have to bring people. Some you have so to, so there's some you have to pay. Yeah, but depending locally, on where you see, are. that's what I was in because you know Rhode I had Island, a you don't comedy not right, a comedian. Really. That was the word I got wrong. Comedian. I was a comedian. Comedian. Guy. I comedian. You said comedian, <laughs> kind of like what we are right here. Wait, you, Steve. Um, he was mentioning that uh, you have to pay. Some like them. like you know twenty thirty bucks, but I could see that. Well, I don't know about that, but there's some where you well maybe, but there's some where you uh like pay five bucks and then they might have like a drink limit. Yeah, I have a buddy uh, who moved up to New York. Uh, my buddy uh, Antonio Barbosa, and uh, he was telling me that in New York that is what it's like. You do have to pay for some of the open mics, and I can see that yeah. because you're gonna have to pay to you gotta pay to have it. Yeah. To keep it going, some are lottery too. You, know? like you put your name in a bucket, and mm. so. But out here in Rhode Island, at least, it's a lot of show and go. Yeah, it's uh, you could pre-sign up for a lot of of the Danuccio and Parada mics. Yeah. Um, Corey's is uh, you know first come first serve. There's some other ones where they literally will drop the list, and people will go at it like a whole bunch of angry piranhas. Uh, so that's my least favorite style. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, there's all different stuff, but locally it's it's normally pretty easy to get signed up if you really want to do it. Um, and that's kind of the hardest part. You know, that was the hardest part for me who was signing up the first time. Yep. Um, I, I would think that that's a really hard part for a lot of people. Um, it is scary for a lot of people going on stage, but the good thing about the open mics is it's, you know, there every week, mm -hmm. you know, people are there that have been through what you've been through. Yeah. You know, we've all done it. And if you want to, you know, be a comedian or somebody said, you know, oh, you should be a comedian, try it out to see if they were right at least, you know. But because uh, I, I say I wish I, I started 10 years earlier. Yeah. You know, uh, that's my biggest thing. You were asking earlier, you know, how would I know? I had college professors telling me I should be a comedian on a cruise ship. And I remember being insulted. And it wasn't until I became a comedian when I realized why. Wow, they were really in intuitive. Yeah. You know I mean? they, like, they, you they should know, be a comedian on a cruise ship. And I'm like, a cruise ship? I'm better than a cruise ship. Like, cruise fuck ship. you. I'm not. But now, now here I am. I'll, I'll, do I'll make a living on a cruise I'm ship. I'm not better I'll than a cruise ship. I'll live on one from yeah, uh, around. If you're still naming your cruise line, call me. It's fine. I don't care now. I, like I said, am a whore for comedy. I'll I'll, I'll, do a, I'll do one on a tugboat. Yeah. I, get a, I get a couple of I'll friends. I'll tug you on a boat if you give me a oh, that's, job. I get a couple that's of friends that play, <laughs> that play in a band, a cover band, and they play on cruise ships. Yeah. Like they get go on. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking drums. amazing. Like, I love amazing. Drums. Play drums? Well, I'm not good enough to play on a cruise ship yet. But, but you play drums? You yeah. I played Sometimes. drums for years and years. Nice. Uh, growing up, I played uh, original. You used to play the living room and shit oh, okay. like that. Really heavy stuff. I put the drumsticks down for like 25 years, and a year and a half ago, I started taking lessons again. And I played the living room yeah. too. I was in a band for like 12 years. No shit. Yeah. What'd you play? Played bass. Nice. I played drums too. Yeah, we both with the bass player and the drummer get no respect. Right? Yeah. The fucking back of the bus. I still get no respect. I, mean. <laughs> I play with myself in the living room. Well, I do. I play. You know, the living room. You yeah. you Mostly played with mine. yourself there. Yeah. Mostly mine. Yeah. yeah. Fucking awesome. Sometimes dance. Uh, All right, last question uh -oh. before I can let you give uh, this is heavy. everything out. No, it's not going to be uh, the Darth Vader and shit like that. But, <laughs> um, how do you? How does the leap happen when you actually play a show, get paid? Like, how does that? Like, not how does it happen? You have to be good for it to happen. But 
where's that structure as far as when you're actually getting paid to perform? Um, yeah. You know, when, you know, where's that leap? It's a lot of knocking doors um, at our level or my level, I should say. Um, it's a lot of self-promotion. Got to figure out who's the booker of what shows. Got to hit them up. Got to make a tape. Got to get on a show so that you can make a tape so that you can get on other shows. It's a lot like, you know, when you're trying to apply for a job and they're like, oh, you have to have so many years of experience, but yeah. you can't ever find a job to get the experience. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you have to have a tape, send out a tape. They have to like your tape. They normally don't even watch the tape. They just want to see that you put one together. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I find that that's a lot of it in the beginning for at least for me. Um, you know, you, you reach out to everybody you can. Um, it's great for me because I go to, you know, some stuff with Dan and I meet some new people. So I've gotten shows like that, but a lot of it is, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies because exactly. you got so, a lot of ass. When I started out, um, I had a similar experience, um, but it was mostly just being there, being in the room, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, to quote Hamilton, the room where it happens, right? So <laughs> you're at, like, even for, like, even recently, even 15 years in, you know, like I'm... I'm at a I'm at an open mic and you know I impress someone and then they have an op- they have an opportunity and then that grows for me and then this comes out of it and that comes out it's the same every still even 15 years in yeah like I gotta meet somebody to get a new show it's like I've done every show around here and then they'll have me back and they've had I've done it multi- I've done every show around here multiple times I could still do shows around here but you know you do a show one show around here. Then you have to wait because you're not going to just be on it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, especially now that, you know, when you're headlining, you make more money. So you do the big money spot on that show and then they got to cycle you through. So you got all your other buddies and people coming in from other states are going to come in and headline. And maybe you go do five minutes, but you don't get paid or you do a guest spot here and there. Um, But even I still make tapes, do a guest spot to make a new tape Mm -hmm. or whatever. Luckily, I have the special now, so I yeah. can edit that down. Um, but it's the same. No matter what level you're on, you have to you have to seek out your opportunities. You know, like we local comics, a lot of us don't have agents. We have to act as our own agents, right? And if you had an agent, what would they be doing? They'd be they'd be trying to get you to meet people that have shows yeah. that want you there. You know, and that's 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 it. And the leap uh, I would say is. It can be as soon as you start, or it can be months to years after you start because you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was right away. Um, I had started, I was doing some bringers. Yeah, You get paid for the bringers, and then I started realizing, go to open mics, meet more people. Um, Then I was making tapes. And so for me, it was kind of right away. The leap was like a few months in. Six months in, I was featuring for... For uh, national headliners. Oh, nice. Um, Once again, Dan and I are different comedians. It happens, though. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is like, but there was a time period. Well, at that point, I wasn't, you know, I was still drinking and things like that. Mm-hmm. So there was a point where I kind of burned out. It was too much too fast. Pissing people off here and there. Mm-hmm. And then I took a hiatus. Not a hiatus. Just from those people, not from comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you rebuild, and then so like the past, I'd say the past six years is where I really gained my whatever notoriety you might say I have, right? There's a rebuilding, but comedy does that. Every five years you change, you know, you go through something. Um, 
every year you change really, but every five, I've, I've noticed being 15 years in that yep. every, every five year period for me has been like this butterfly thing, this cocoon of like something comes out of it. Awesome. Um, you know, this being my, my 15th year, the special, you know, so some, every five Perfect. years, something. So it can be one day, it can be a million days, but the leap happens when you make it happen. Five years from now, it could be uh, what? Five years from now, podcast talking about your special coming up. Could be HBO. You know, living in Austin by then. So (laughs) it's a possibility. Austin is Um, all right. Austin's a huge, uh, huge uh, comedy hub right now. I I hear Joe Rogan talk about it all the time. Yeah, he's actually is he actually opening up his own uh, kind of comedy clubs? Uh, Not opening. It's been. It's already open. It was designed by comedians. It's uh, apparently one of the best clubs for comedians. (laughs) They're doing something (laughs) kind of special. He's getting his balls busted. I yeah, my friend goes. Typewriter you, again? No, like uh, Tanya goes. You quoted Hamilton. You fucking nerd. I respect. <laughs> I fucking love it. I respect it. Theater nerd. Theater nerd. Uh, Sorry, I am a theater nerd. Yeah, but awesome. uh, but yeah, no. Rogan's doing some great things out there. He's uh, paying the comedians more than every, any other club. Apparently, he said as long as he just breaks even, he's mm-hmm. really happy. So yeah, yeah, no, the club's wide open. Uh, they host uh, you know, regular shows out of there. They actually do. I know two open mics out of there. Um, a buddy of mine, Maiko, he uh, was up there and got to you know check it out. Said it was awesome. Um, I follow it uh, because he does the Kill Tony show out of there with uh, Tony Hitchcliffe and his old producer Red Band. If you are a fan yes, of the show, yes, you know yeah, Red yeah. Band. What um, a fucking crew. Yeah. So Tony and uh, Red Band have been doing that. I think over ten years now. Um, and uh, they moved all their lo- you know operation out to Austin, and they do it out of the mothership, Joe's Club. Red Band's got his own club literally across the street. Um, so it's like old school. Red Band? Or- Red Band. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I hate you. Uh, Red Band? No, he knows, he knows tobacco, I love- Tobacco, chewing tobacco. Yeah, he knows I love Wu-Tang. Yeah, he's a rapper. I, I Red Band it. wasn't yeah. in Wu-Tang. Uh, Method Man was, and <laughs> Red Man is best friends with Method Man. So there is a connection. Stop. Yeah, no, he, he, he was like, I knew the test. Like, Why are you doing this? We're on on national television. As some of the people on Kill Tony see, I'm fucking awesome at segways. Um, so yeah, so no, I'm a big fan of Kill Tony. So like I said, I watched that, you know, to get started. So I I followed that. And I knew originally the plan was I was going to convert a truck and travel the country, hitting all the mics I could on my way out there. And then I was going to, you know, try to start. And then I met my girlfriend. She's pretty cute. Uh, so I, I settled down for a little bit and had to do the plan with her. So now we're moving out to Austin as a goal, hopefully, you know, uh, in the next year uh, or so. And I, I talked Dan into following me uh, because I need to ride those coattails. So Excellent. we'll, we'll see. Um, I do enjoy dry heat. Yeah, you know the, the girlfriend has a lot of faith in you. She's uh, she does. You know, she she, she told me you must make job. her laugh a lot. Man. <laughs> I <Mind> actually <laughs> not the case. I say I'm a I I live with a built-in heckler. Uh, she is the Fucking awesome. She is a great comedy critic. She's a big fan of mine though. She loves Dan uh, mm-hmm. and other comics. She's better. The guy she sleeps with. <laughs> Not so much, you know. She's like, try harder. Yeah, I, I want to be rich. Do yeah, better. Exactly. So he never <laughs> has to. Good he never has to worry him. about me sleeping with her because I'd rather have a fan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Well, Dan likes to have a fan in every room. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. I get warm. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. hot, man. Yeah. Uh, love you, Dan. Megan. Megan. That's uh, this girl. That's, that's my girl. Yeah, she's yeah. over here. Fucking, yeah. she has a Mr. You know, trick she tonight. Yeah, yeah. Say, Love you, B. Lee. Yes. Look in the chat. It's not there. I guarantee. <laughs> it. 
Well, I didn't find the comments, but that's all right. Yeah, I can't. I don't see. All I see is people watching. I see yeah. no, um, no comments. I love but, you too, Megan. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> we we won't we won't tell her there's her cups here. Oh, she's that. she's watching. Yeah, she knows. She it's been in there. Yeah, you can she, see half of it in yeah, there. That's in there. And see, it's disingenuous for those at home. <laughs> I have plenty of confidence. Uh, yeah, it's it's not true. I I often have. Uh, oh, mine's all fault. Yeah, mine's all mine's all fault. All right, guys. Um, so we're gonna leave off with you um, letting us know. Uh, you have. I'm gonna put it up there. Okay. But, uh, anything coming up for you I as do. far as shows, open yeah. mics, any things you're hosting? What's so, going on? So all of the above. Um, wow. So Thurs this mm -hmm. Thursday uh, coming up, I'm hosting the open mic at Jake and Johnny's on Federal Hill. Um, that's a pretty good mic normally. A uh, good little place to grab a slice of pizza. I'm coming. All right. Come. All right, Steve. I'll come. see you there. I'll, I'll hold come. you to it. Um, so yeah, I'm hosting there. So I'll be there all night Thursday. And then next month, I'm going to be on the Paul Santos show, uh, which they do live on uh, Facebook and I think maybe YouTube, but then it'll air on uh, ABC after that at some time to be uh, determined. I think I've seen that uh, that you guys um, Dan's had something been on about it. that. Yes. Yeah. A uh, good friend of ours, another comedian, uh, Allison Dian. She, uh, she is the uh, comedy producer on that show. Uh, she also has her own uh, production company dying for laughs uh, i've spoke to her i wanted her to come down on uh, on the podcast at I'm, one time i'm sure um, you wanted her to come down on you is she that, is she that hot? <laughs> she's she's not she's bad right. on the oh my god i'm just I'm, you know <laughs> what the fuck dan is when not you're still, when you stop comedian. talking about women we, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. no she's not gonna come that's not what i mean can i can i book her for another time yeah Allison you know actually I mean? makes much better dick jokes than me. So uh, that's true. She is she's probably a very a bigger one too. Oh, sorry, sorry, no, pretty, sorry, Allison. No, nah, she's pretty short. It can't be that big. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so, anyways, she's the comedy producer on that show. Um, that was the gig I was saying I can't swear on. Um, so I'm really excited about that because that'll be the first time I'm on real television. So that'll be cool. I get to use that as a little humble brag. I'm not humble. Uh, but yeah, I have that coming up on January 15th. Uh, so you can watch me there. And then I have some gigs. I always announce them on uh, my Instagram, my Facebook. Uh, uh, you can find me everywhere at B. Lee B. Funny. Can't miss me. I made it as easy as possible. Awesome. Uh, make sure you uh, send me a message of that, uh, the open mic this yeah, Thursday. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely going to come down. I'll hold you to it. Damn, my man. Yeah. Uh, we leave off with you. I know you got the big special coming up next yeah, month, but uh, do, anything else going on with Listen, you? if you do nothing else, just please stream my special and smash that subscribe button. On uh, on January twenty first, two thousand twenty four, Raw Truth, um, which was uh, which was just a, a labor of love. That I'm so excited for everyone to see that. So check the special out. Um, as far as stuff coming up, um, that's all I really want to make sure you guys know about. But you can see me out in the world. Um, you can follow me on uh, Dan Martin Comedy on all the socials, TikTok. I got some videos up. Um, YouTube, I got my old demo up there uh, before the special drops. Um, so check me out, but also on my Instagram and Facebook, um, Dan Martin Comedy. Come find me. I am uh, guest um, judging a roast uh, this Friday, the 29th in Worcester. Um, I don't have all this stuff off the top of my head, so you will have to follow me online. If you want to come out to the roast, um, 
in Worcester. It's at the um, the place that's a ship. Oh, um, yeah. John Fletcher's uh, uh, place. Um, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, damn it. The ship? Come check me out. It's <laughs> called the ship. We told you our brains are broken. Uh, but I will be there this Friday, uh, 8 p.m. Um, I'll put it up on, on my um, Instagram once I get the full uh, story from the booker. But it's this Friday. And when um, you do, actually throw it on this feed, too. Like, you yeah. could throw it in the comments. Yeah. For, like, because people are going to watch this tomorrow. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, also, will you be there at his uh, show uh, Thursday? Or is that, you know, uh, you're not joined at the hip that much. No, not that, not that much. <laughs> no, he doesn't follow me and everything. Also, uh, because I uh, am under him, Hotel Vernon was uh, the place he yes, was trying to hotel. come up with. There you come go. It's a fucking Google master That's right there. Yeah, yeah. Come to Hotel Vernon. This Friday, um, one of the hosts, uh, another podcast I did recently, uh, Disturbing the Priest, Brandon Baddock. Oh, Brandon's what show. What a fucking yeah. great name. Great mm, guy, great by the way. Uh, you can check out my episode of Disturbing the Priest. Just go to them on social media. Uh, Disturbing the Priest. Uh, they also, Brandon Baddock is the host of that podcast, and he puts together this roast with some of his friends. Um, so we'll be there. Hotel Vernon uh, in Worcester. The 29th, uh, around 8 p.m., and I will be uh, judging a roast. And as you heard, when I'm in character, I'm a piece of shit. So <laughs> I can't, uh, can't wait to see you live. You could also see me. Uh, you could also see me roasting um, people uh, on a clip on my YouTube. So if you check out my YouTube. You can see me actually. And Roast Megan already signed my permission slip for that event, so I will also be there just watching. But if you do want to see Dan and I both doing comedy on the same night, we will both be at Rick's because I will be hosting there on January 31st, I mm -hmm. believe. If that is a Wednesday, that lines up. I'm right. Um, but he's normally there. I'll be hosting, so you can see us both that night. I'll definitely be there, too, also. No, we'll hold you to that, that one, too. Andy normally comes great. through to that one, and, uh, also, I'll be there tomorrow. Too. I would love for you guys to come back on. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, mm -hmm. You know, maybe either right before the special or right after the special. We could talk about, you know, post-special and, yeah. you know, stuff coming on there. Um, I, You know, I need some feedback on the B-Leagues mm -hmm. who, who, you know, <laughs> We're going to have a couple of more comedians on here probably before, you know, you guys are back, but uh, you know, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll throw some names at I, you if I, I get some if I so. if I get some uh if I get some more action cuz I'm going to throw that ad out again um because the people that message me, I forgot them all. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know they you gotta, gotta come back. They gotta, they gotta. You'll probably forget them after their own. But but you also you you also know people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you know if they're you know pretty good up and comers, you want them. Send them my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, I respect your, uh, you know, your, uh, opinion. Your, yeah. But, you Words know, and who, you who you think, who you I know I can't fucking, who, uh, who you think, uh, would be cool on the show and who you want to, you know, yeah, spotlight touch, or whatever. This was fun. I, I know that, um, and I just want to say again, uh, you know, we told some crazy stories, uh, but come check us out and, uh, Thank you for having us. Definitely. Um, I'll definitely uh, clip some of this out. We'll uh, send it out. It'll be on Spotify tomorrow if anyone's watching uh, watching it live. Uh, we're all over the place. We're on Twitch. We're on uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, 
Um, and like I said, I'm trying to, you know, expand the content and Perfect. you guys were awesome fucking tonight. Thanks. You appreciate I, mean? it. I appreciate you having us. Um, Thanks, you know, I had a couple of comedians on before you, um, but this was totally more informative and a little more funnier. Yeah. You know it's cool. I'll you can... stop it. Well, I got two of you here. There's a lot of shit bouncing around, but come on. Yeah. I got to, you know, it's cool. Gotta... We love hearing we're the best. It's hard. It is awesome. <laughs> and you know, you are too. So that's, yeah. it's awesome. Anything you want to say before I let you go? No, I just uh, why, I, thank you again for having us. And yeah, you can find me, Be Lee, Be Funny, anywhere you're looking in most of those places except for Twitch because I twitch enough because I got a bad back. But uh, other than that, thanks for having me. I can't wait to come back. Anything last week you did? You loved it. Fucking awesome. <laughs> With that said, uh, we will be back next Wednesday uh, doing a little more MMA. And then, uh, you know, after that, Maybe we'll have another comedian on. But with that said, thank you so much, guys, for coming on tonight. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you, Steve. Um, I'm going to stop the film and let you guys go take a piss, and we're going to have yeah. a chat and uh, talk about some of these B-leagues. <laughs> <Bye. laughs>